Hello and welcome back to Tapping Into Crypto, the podcast for all things cryptocurrency. Guys, what a week it has been. My goodness, there has been so much going on. And it's something that we're going to unpack this week in our crypto catch up. So if you don't already tune into those, make sure you set your alarms and reminders for this Thursday's episode where we're going to dive into what has been happening in the market and what is actually going on right now, because it's a super interesting story to dive into. For today's show, we have an episode of What I Wish I Knew, and we're joined by Jasmine Kemp. Now, Jasmine started her journey into crypto as a bit of an experiment and now regularly day trades has delved into the world of DeFi, which, as she'll explain in the app, has certainly paid off for her, even with a week like we've just had. So whether you're a beginner, a Bitcoin veteran or just crypto curious, I am your host, Alicia Chapman, and this is Tapping Into Crypto. Welcome to the podcast, Jasmine Kemp. It is so good to have you here with us. Thank you so much for inviting me on. I'm so excited to talk all things crypto with you today. I know. And even today, we were just chatting before we hit record. It is a pretty crazy time in the market as we're recording, both, you know, bracing ourselves, (laughs) turning off the charts for a little while whilst we, we jump on. So yeah, it's actually a really great time to record, I think, because, you know, you get to talk about both sides, you know, the good and the bad that happens in the crypto world. Definitely. The market is um, in a very funny place at the moment. So, yep, ignoring the charts for now. (laughs) (laughs) So good. And so for those people who maybe don't follow you or haven't seen you around before, what do you do in your day-to-day life? What does it look like? Amazing. So job-wise, I run a business and I'm a business and mindset coach and I help other people build their online business, usually coaches or course creators, and really scale that to the six and seven figures. It is a 50% business strategy and 50% mindset work because I'm all about the mindset and psychology behind it all. And it is freaking amazing. I love, love, love what I do. I'm so glad I took the leap and I'm so glad that I get to help so many other people build their business for their own time freedom and financial freedom. Yes. And mindset that you just touched on, it is so important for business, like huge advocate of that. I also think it's so important for crypto, especially at the moment. Like, you know, we've seen some people that perhaps were leveraged a little too far and did their research, but put in more than they were, I guess, willing to lose, thinking that they never would. And it's when you see the market like this, like, you know, you can take the approach that it's a really great time to buy and think of everything as on super, super sale. And, you know, dollar cost average and, and be okay with the fact that it might drop further. Or you can really run into this fear and try and sell everything and, you know, secure those losses and just have this complete different approach to, yeah, most people. So I think mindset is so important in this as well. Mm, I definitely agree. You know, you can take this time really hard or you can see it as a really beautiful time to continually invest in your own portfolio to build up your future because the market does go through cycles. That is inevitable. And so we just need to be really prepared for that and really not let the emotion overtake us in the downtimes because there will always be downtimes. What goes up must come down and just really ensuring that you're diversified enough in those times as well. Yeah. And I think so many people like chatting about the big R word, recession at the moment. And it is scary. And it is something that I think people are like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? But if you think about the growth that we've had since COVID, that is Mm. not normal. That is not sustainable. There is not 
a time or place in this world in the past that we can look back on and it's normal to be selling your used car for more than what you purchased it for and for houses to have, you know, 50% growth in some areas, like that is not normal. And so whilst we've had so much growth to be stagnant or go a little bit backwards and correct is perhaps not as horrible as it is, but the media, of course, play into that fear and pay into everyone being like panicking when really, you know, it is kind of more, from my perspective and my own personal opinion, something that we probably need. Mm, I definitely, definitely agree. It's funny that you touch on the media there. My mum, bless her, she doesn't know much about crypto. She is older and she came to me yesterday and she's like, Jasmine, the crypto crash, crypto is never coming back after this crash. It is never coming back. Crypto is dead in the water. And I know it because that's what the news have told me. And I'm like, okay, that's all good. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, mum. Thanks, mum. And and the news is always so right. I know. And like every article, every headline this morning is about this big crash that's happened. And yeah, it is horrible to see. And some people have been really badly affected and our hearts definitely go out to them. But it is, you know, it is part of this game. You don't get the returns that we get without the risk as well. Mm. So yeah, super interesting time. Now, before we dive into your story and what you wish you knew before you got started, the question that we always ask every guest of the podcast is, what was your very first crypto purchase and do you still have it now? So super boring. I just bought ETH and I still have it now and it's in my wallet, just chilling there. But I absolutely loved my first purchase. It was so scary, um, my first purchase. I didn't know what I was buying into. I had no real education at that time, but I was just like, oh, well, I'm just going to invest my first little $500 into this first purchase and just see what happens. And yeah, since then I kept learning and it's been an amazing, amazing journey. How good. And when was it? When did you first get in? In 2020. So not too long ago, I'm still, I don't know, a crypto newbie, I suppose, but I do a lot of education in the meantime. Um, But yeah, 2020 great time to get in, especially for ETH. It was something that, you know, people were still so Bitcoin heavy and no one was really talking about ETH that much mm. back then. You know, it was always the second one, but it wasn't as big as of a player as it is now with as much utility as it has now. So mm-hmm. super cool that that was your first purchase. Yeah. And you touched on learning and that you're going through this journey now. So how did you start to learn about crypto yourself? That is such a good question. It is such a big, overwhelming world when you first step into it. There is so many different things, right? And the the journey really never ends and it's growing so rapidly too. And when you first step in, it is a really overwhelming place to be because you don't know where you're putting your money and if it is going into the right place. And there is a lot of fear that comes down into that. But when I first started learning, again, YouTube was one of the first basic understandings that I could understand what the heck is a blockchain and how is this actual money and how can I invest this and how do I get returns off this and you know how does my MetaMask wallet connect to my Binance account simple things like that is where I really first started and then from there as I delved more and more into it I decided okay what do I actually want to do with this crypto thing how do I want to invest what does that look like for me and at that time I didn't have many friends who were in crypto so I was almost a lone wolf within my circle investing and going down this path and I found my first mentor, which was the Crypto Kings group, which is more about trading. And that was incredible. I learned and I still am learning so much about the charts, so much about the whole ecosystem, why coins do what they do, how to read charts, and just everything 
like that has been incredible to learn because I feel like I've got such a good deep understanding now of how that whole all works. And then I invested into a second mentor who really goes on more long-term investments, liquidity pools, everything like that. And that also has been amazing. And that's been more DeFi investments too. So there's been a lot of investing into myself over the past two years to really gain knowledge on all different strategies. And I think that's the one that I've really settled with. And I love that you've taken this holistic approach as well, as it's not just trying to learn about how to buy crypto. It's really taking that full analysis and and stuff that you can apply in other markets as well. So I think taking that broad financial understanding approach that you've done is really, really cool. And also branching out, which I'm sure had paid off, especially if you got in back in 2020, which we'll touch on soon. But yeah, venturing into those altcoin markets, again, is something that's kind of scary doing it the first time. You're like, oh God, am I going to get scammed? Like, is this legit? And like handing over your details, doing KYC checks, all of that is just, such a strange thing to do. But yeah, cool that you like learned by trial and error, but also by having some great people in your corner as well. Mm. So leading on from that, what do you do now? Now that you've learned all of these different techniques and learned from these people, what does your investment strategy look like? I feel like I'm still on this journey and I'm still learning what my investment strategy looks like long-term. But for now, I'm in this place where I have trading. So I do short-term trading, which I absolutely love and trading usually on Bitcoin and ETH. And there was Luna in that mix, uh, which is no longer there (laughs) at the moment. So we're just taking a break from that. But That's what I do. So I do the short-term trading and a lot of those gains I really redistribute into long-term liquidity pools, DeFi, altcoins, and really ensuring that you get that year-on-year long-term return so I can really set up for the future of my life. And it is so life-changing to know that I've invested, you know, X amount today and in a few weeks, it's already incredibly gone up without having to do really anything. I think that's just incredible and amazing. And I absolutely love this market. So that is my strategy, a little bit of long-term, a little bit of short-term, just to really ensure that I'm covered on both bases. I'm a safe girl at heart. I don't like taking too much risk. So I'm really trying to balance out my risk to reward ratio. And touching on risk and Luna that you just mentioned, which at the time of recording has just gone through a horrific, horrific time. How do you mitigate that risk? Do you have like stop losses in place or certain triggers that you set out when you are doing those short-term trades? Definitely. So always have your stop losses on. If there is anything, anything I can recommend, it is having your stop losses on and never trading more than 3% of your account. So my mentor, he taught me never to trade more than 3% of your account because if you trade everything, you really are you know, gambling at the end of the day and you can lose it all. So if you're only trading 3% of your account, then you are having your stop losses on. You are in a place of, I guess, uh, higher safety. Yeah. And I think that's the thing, like we've seen so many people, like the stories that are coming out on Reddit today, as we're recording, are just literally breaking my heart of people that, you know, have overextended themselves as we touched on and they've, you know, put their house up or they've, you know, invested hundreds of thousands of dollars into something like Luna. It's like, guys, you like, I, and personally, again, this is my strategy and it's, it's not the best one, but I literally treat every single dollar that I put into crypto as if it's gone because mm-hmm. it is a long-term play for me. It's not something that I want to pull out tomorrow because it's too volatile at the moment. And touching back on mindset, which we spoke about at the start, how does that help you when you do see, you know, a tricky market or something where there's lots of red? I really feel like when you're in this game of investing, whether it's the stock market or crypto, 
emotional intelligence and mindset is the biggest key for you to really survive the downtimes and really understand how markets work, I think, is one of the most important parts, knowing that there is going to be volatility in all markets and things are going to change as we continue to progress in the world. And really understanding that it's all going to be okay in the end of the day and really, really try and come back to your strategy that you believe in your strategy, that you have set up a strategy for a reason, not panic selling. That is a really, really important one because once you sell, you do lose. So ensuring that you're not panic selling. And really, I like to ignore the charts when we're in a time like this, only because I do get emotional with my money. And that is just a normal human response. We all get emotional ties with money right? And so when I know myself personally, during this time, I'll check up on the news, see what's happening, but I probably won't go into my portfolio at this stage until I can see a little bit more stability. And that is, yeah, you could say that's avoidance in some ways, but that works for me because I know that if I see a huge drop, I might come into that panic mode, that fight or flight mode and sell everything and lose. And that's not what I want to do when, you know, when I'm in a really good state, I know that this is for the long term. And that's what I just have to keep telling myself, you know, we go through crashes and everything will be okay at the end. Yeah. And again, zooming out, like I did that yesterday, I zoomed right out on our charts and I zoomed right out to five years. And if you got in five years ago, you're still so far up. Like, yeah, okay. The month chart, the day chart, the six month chart, they're all awful. But even the three-year chart is not that bad. Um, mm. You're still up. And so it is really interesting to have that perspective I, as well, especially if you got in early and you've just been increasing slowly over time. It's like if you look at your your actual average, if you dollar cost that up, it would still be sitting at a, probably a pretty healthy level. Mm. With your approach and the fact that you are in altcoin space, which is a very exciting space to be because even this week, still, again, looking this morning, there are some projects that are up 300% in a week that could be classed as one of the worst weeks that we've seen in a very long time. There's still altcoin projects that are doing crazy things and bucking all the trends. So how do you choose new projects to invest in? Such a good question. And yeah, altcoins are a strange game and a strange place to be in. But you are right. One of my altcoins are taking off this week. It is absolutely mind-blowing and incredible at the same time, but very confusing too. But how do I choose altcoins to invest in? It's really about doing the research at the end of the day. And, you know, like you said, investing money that you're happy to quote-unquote lose right? So knowing that you're investing and you can happily separate with that money. So that's the the mindset that I take when investing into altcoins, but then it comes down to the research. So ensuring that they have good backing, ensuring that you're going into the discord channels and reading everything that they have to say, ensuring that you are doing the research, seeing what the charts are doing, ensuring that, you know, hopefully it's not going to be a rug pull and everything is going to be okay. See what chains they're on. There is so many bits of research that that you really need to do. But for me, I always invest knowing that I could not get this money back and I am totally fine with that. I also have mentors, like I mentioned, and I really believe in investing in mentors, just like you invest in a business mentor to get knowledge that you don't know and get connections with people that you currently don't know. It's the same with crypto. So investing into mentors and really building those connections and then they will find the people, they will find also projects, they will pass on that knowledge for you. It is incredible, incredible to have those connections and invest in that too. Definitely. And that community side as well. Like, I think that's what I love so much, even with our listeners that interact with us and we chat on Instagram, those sort of things. Like, you know, you're not alone, 
especially at the moment. You know, when it's harder, you're still not alone. There's all these people that are going through it together and we all have our own way of coping. So I think that community side as well is such a cool aspect of having a mentor or someone to connect with. Mm. From there, you've done training for a couple of years now. Looking back, being in altcoin space, I'm sure you've had some epic wins and perhaps some losses as well that have been tough to manage. Is there anything that you're comfortable sharing with our listeners? Sure. So I'll talk about my first loss and it's a really silly loss, but it comes from a place of being uneducated. And this is why I say, ensure you do your research and ensure that you are, you know, YouTubing things before you're transferring things across to different platforms or whatever it might be. So the silliest mistake that I have made is I cannot remember exactly the coin, but I bought a coin on Binance and then I wanted to transfer it to my MetaMask wallet. But at that time, I didn't really understand that there are different chains that you can transfer across into your MetaMask wallet. I didn't understand that MetaMask can't have all of these different coins, that it is an Ethereum-based wallet. And so I transferred into MetaMask and it just wasn't in my MetaMask. (laughs) And I lost all of this money because I didn't do the research about if I was transferring it the right way. So it was just a really silly, dumb mistake thinking that I understood how everything connected and really just not taking five minutes to connect the dots together and do the research. So that was probably a really big loss for me in terms of money, but just a silly loss, a silly loss that was in my control. So that's why I always go back to investing in mentors and doing the education and doing the research because things like that happen so often and they can just be mitigated by doing five minutes of research. Yeah. And like, there's so much information out there. And I still remember like (laughs) when I first got into altcoins and I was trying to do something on PancakeSwap and I'd never used it before. It was the first time I was using it. And I just remember I was clicking and changing the percentage like every 10 seconds and just doing all of these things, trying to make it work. And then I was like, I don't actually know what I'm doing right now. Like I need to slow down because there's the potential that all of this will just disappear. (laughs) But before then I was in such a flurry because this project was, you know, taking off and I wanted to be part of it and I just wanted to do it. And, you know, there is sometimes that moment where you have to go, hang on, like five minutes can make a difference in the crypto world. But if it means you don't lose everything, it's a very good five minutes spent figuring out what you're actually doing. That's exactly, exactly right. And yeah, I've made, I think that was the first time I made a really silly, uneducated mistake because I was in a flurry because I wanted to move it from here into here and then go into here and invest it in an altcoin and do all these things really quickly because that's when the emotion started taking over. And yeah, silly mistake. And I said goodbye to that money and it's all good now. But again, just please do your research before you do the transferring. (laughs) (laughs) Biggest piece of advice. And on the flip side, what's been the biggest win or something that you've been really proud of? So I started investing in altcoins at the end of last year. So that is still quite new. And I invested in this altcoin for $1 and I thought I got in late. I was like, oh, you know, my friends got in when it was four cents and I'm getting in when it's a dollar. Oh, I'm so late to this project. And now it's at $25. So within, you know, a few months, so within like six months. And even when we're in a place in a market that's losing right now, it's still growing. And like I said, it absolutely blows my mind. And I think that has been my best win to date to really just back myself and trust that project and really trust the community that was involved with that because they are such a beautiful community that is doing so much work in this space. And I'm really happy with that win. It's incredible. And yeah, it's completely life-changing. 
So cool. And what project is that, if you don't mind us asking? And of course, guys, do your own research before you look into this, especially at the moment. Do your own research. So it is Guard, Guardian Token, and it went up so quickly and it went to 25 US dollars. And I think I checked this morning and it dropped down again. But yeah, it, it is such an incredible project to be a part of. And I absolutely, I love it. I really love it. It's so cool. And speaking of communities, are you part of any NFT? Like, have you got into NFTs in your crypto journey? I have got into a few NFTs. I do. So I really love supporting the women-based community NFTs only because there is such a gender gap there and um, a divide and it is a very male-dominated industry. So I have invested in a few different projects. One of them is Women in Crypto and they're doing a lot in the female space for you know, educating women in crypto and educating women in NFTs and really building up that community, which is just beautiful. And then I have another, I have a a Meta Angel, which is another women-based art project, which is really amazing as well. And I have a few other ones here and there too. And again, I do love the NFT communities, how engaged they are, what they're really striving for. I think, you know, as we know, there is so much to come with NFTs, but I love how they are being built and the communities that are being built. They, When they're a really heart-centered community, they are just incredible to be part of. And as you just touched on there, there is so much to come because these guys are still figuring out what this all means. Like, you know, they want to build a community. There's a picture that they're attaching to it with like some benefits behind the picture, which we know as utility. And that is still just something that everyone is working out. Um, Super exciting announcement that's come out this week as we're recording is that Instagram are going to start allowing you to display your NFT. So that is a huge move for the space. And the boys will definitely unpack that in crypto catch-ups. But I think that just means as well that there's just even more to come here. And it is somewhere that it's just so fun to be, especially, you know, if the rest of the market is looking not so great. The NFT community, as you mentioned, it's just such a fun place to be with so many people doing good and creating these, again, incredible tech projects. But it's just got that additional layer of of community to it as well. Mm, definitely. I totally, totally agree. I I really love the NFT community and the projects that I'm a part of. I almost have this deep sense of pride to be part of them as well, because they are doing amazing things for so many amazing people. And they're the projects that I really love to be part of. And like you said, we don't know what's going to be happening in the NFT space in the future. Everyone is still working it out. But one thing that we know for sure is that it is not going away. And so really finding those projects that you want to be part of is going to be a really amazing thing for the future. Yeah. And I think as well, like really understanding who's at the forefront of those, because it is something that maybe someone didn't set out with the intention of the growth that they've had to date. And so, you know, with DAOs and everything, the opportunity to decentralize things, you hope that that community will still continue to go on, even if the person who has founded it perhaps maybe takes a step back or they change their direction or something like that. So I think really understanding what you're investing in and knowing why you are, as we do with everything, all the research that we do, I think is a really cool attribute of that as well. So going back to the start of your journey, way back when you first started, what do you wish you could go back in time and tell yourself? And everyone always says, well, I just wish I told myself to buy more. (laughs) But looking at all the lessons you've learned, is there anything else that you would share with your previous self? Mm, Such a good question. I wish... I wish that I understood what I was getting myself into more and understanding the value of crypto more. 
because it's not just gaining money, but there is so much value in this space that we can take. And I think I had the wrong mindset coming in. I had the get rich quick scheme in my mind coming in when I started in crypto. And now I've really understood the value of this whole space. It's an incredible space to be in and I absolutely adore it and love it. And I wish I told myself at the very beginning, you know, it is going to be an amazing space to learn and to grow and to get amazing value from. It's not just get rich quick. And that's what I wish I wish I told myself at the very beginning. Definitely. And I think that's where, you know, we talk about this all the time. That's where the opportunity for wealth creation is. It's going to be now. It's going to be when it drops even further, if it does, like those are the times where you're going to be able to make money because everyone else is run. Everyone else is scared. Everyone else is thinking of, of that get rich quick mentality. And there's no get rich quick right now. Like, yes, okay, maybe in some rare altcoins if you're lucky or, you know, you, you do your research and pick a good one, but there's not that opportunity that there was 12 months ago. But if you buy in now, you know, as we, you said at the start, there are cycles, there are opportunities that this is going to go up again. So if we are still investing and doing our research and learning, the only thing that's going to happen is you come out in a better space at the end of it. Definitely. I love that mindset. And so you've shared so much. You've been on such a beautiful journey. Is there any last words that you would like to give to our listeners, someone who's listening, maybe a little bit scared because of what's happened? The only thing that I would love to touch on is just to encourage people to get into the space. And if you are a newbie, if you are very new or you're feeling some fear around the market because you are looking at all social media and all the articles and everything like that, you know, really do your research and become a part of the valuable space because it is an incredible place to be when you are educated and you know, and there is no right or wrong time to start. You just need to start and it really can assist you and help you for the rest of your life and your future. And it's a really beautiful place to be in when you get to that space. So I encourage first-time investors just to take the step really take the step and you can reach out to so many incredible people. There are so many platforms. There is so many mentors that are willing to help, but just start. I love that so much, Jasmine. There's such, such good words of wisdom from you there. Now, if people want to watch your journey, where can they find you? Instagram is my favorite place. So Jasmine Kemp, K-E-M-P with two underscores at the end. I would love to connect with you and just have good chats about business or crypto. They're my favorite things to talk about. Well, we'll pop it all in the show notes, guys. You can definitely jump over, check it out, reach out to Jazz and say, hey. And thank you so much for coming on board with us today. Thank you so much. I loved being here. Thank you so much for joining us for today's show. If you liked it, don't forget to head over to the gram and join us at Tapping Into Crypto. And before we finish up, just a general disclaimer that this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. And the opinions on this podcast belong to individuals and are not affiliated with any companies mentioned. Any advice is general in nature and does not take into account your own personal situation. If you're looking to get advice, please seek out the help of a licensed financial advisor. We'll talk to you soon.